the Everyman Podcast. The Everyman. Oh, it's the Everyman. Big Dog, Daryl Daryl Cucumber. Daryl Cucumber. Daryl Cucumber and Justin Carrot. Jared Jared Cucumber. Daryl Campbell, how are you, my brother? <laughs> Blessed and highly favored, my bro. <laughs> Blessed, highly favored as always. Another week, another pod. And, uh, you know, getting myself used to the great state of Texas here. Last couple mm-hmm. weeks we've been talking about the the adapting. And, you know, we thought it'd be a good time to bring on a, a new guest, uh, mix it up a little bit, and uh, someone we haven't talked to and get into the world uh, that we're, as every man, we are just not, uh, we're not in there that much, you know. Uh, yeah, it was yeah. time to bring on another every woman. Uh, Absolutely. Model, actress, singer. Cosmetologist. Cosmetologist. Stylist. Everything. All around every woman. Trades. Farrah DeMorte. Oh, yeah. Miss um, Farrah blessed us with her presence on the podcast today. Yes, she did. And, and we, we talked about growing up as a, as a model, pivoting, trying new things out. Mm-hmm. She's a breast cancer survivor, how she overcame oh that and, and how she powered through that. And uh, we had a really, really awesome conversation about that. Um, and she's, you know, I told her on the pod and off the pod, she's uh, as, as an uncle to young women. Uh, and, and hopefully in the next couple of years, uh, you know, we'll, we'll be uh, Mrs. Everyman and I'll be making a few little Everyman babies. Oh, yeah. And uh, she's like the perfect example of someone, you know, who's feminine and confident and oh, yeah. and getting after her Super goals. Smart. You know, and it's like somebody that'd be like, yeah, look, this is a great example of someone that you can look up to and you can aspire to be like. And like, don't don't get it twisted just because she's a pretty model. You know, she's smart. She's quick. Uh, oh, yeah. She's got a plan. She's a hard worker. She's running us through her schedule. And uh, if that's not every man material, I don't know what is, bro. Dude, and she takes, and she has, she's fully present with respect to her schedule and her family, man. Like, oh yeah. Do you when you when you're bringing the family oh, yeah. into your own cosmic canoe of circumstances and work life and finding that balance. That's what we talk about all the time, brother Jay. You know what I mean. Being the light, finding the balance, and you know, paying it forward. She does it. Miss Farah does it. She she she's living living the life she was born to live, and mm-hmm. um, you know, again, we don't we don't have an every woman on here too often, but when we do, yes, we do. They are elite. I mean, elite. you know, the, the Rachel sound. elite elite the the, the Rachel <laughs> Price singers of the world. Oh, you yeah. know. Uh, the Doctor Gazelkas of the world, and now oh and now the the Farrah De Morte of the oh, world, yeah. uh, she fits right in there um, and, and holds up that every woman flag for us proudly. And uh, I think you guys and gals will enjoy this. Definitely, every man, every woman, pop the show notes up. I know you're listening to the audio version of this because otherwise you wouldn't be hearing this because it would be on the YouTube. <laughs> check out her website. Check out her Facebook or Instagram. She's got some great content. Um, support what she's doing and uh get after it and i think uh i think the only thing we could do is uh kick it to miss farrah de morte not that pie joining us today on the everyman podcast is an every woman 
She is a model, actress, entertainer, singer. Yes. Just all around every woman. Ladies and gentlemen, Farrah DeMorte. Farrah, how are you, miss? Hello, I'm very good, thank you. How are you? Blessed and highly favored, as we say here on the Everyman Podcast. We are blessed. We are blessed with your presence. And uh, I'll tell you what, a couple weeks ago, now, Daryl and I have been doing this a couple years. And early on, when we started this, we used to meticulously talk about who we were bringing on and mm-hmm. what we were doing. We really got to a granular level because Daryl and I like to, we're detail people. We, we obsess mm-hmm. a little bit. We, we can't get into anything casually. It's a, it's a gift and it's a curse. And as we've uh, put 177 episodes behind us, we've gotten to learn each other's instincts. And uh, so now it's like either one of us will be like, hey, got a perfect ideal candidate here, every man, every woman. Uh, and we just go, you know what? Let's go for it. Let's let's lock it down. So when, when Daryl told me about you, and you know, I always do a little research on my guests. It's, uh, you know, it's the least we can do is to, is yeah, to, see, who, to. see who we're getting involved sure. with. And uh, I'll tell you what, Farah, you are quite, quite the gal. You, uh, <laughs> you, you can get into everything. So, uh, you know, first question we always ask here, what's up? Uh, what are you doing? Where are you? What's going on? Uh, not much. I just had a shoot today, actually. So, yeah, just uh, hot off the press. <laughs> wow. Do you have shoots often? Or Well, I'm assuming, yeah. So, Well, let's, yes, let's, uh, let's back up just a second before we get into that. So what came first for you? Modeling, acting, singing? Cosmetology. You know, <laughs> entrepreneur. Like, what, where did you get your start? What's, what's your deal? What's your backstory? So, yeah, I was I was uh, 18 when I started doing hair. So that was the first thing. And then while I was in beauty school, I actually went on one of those, like, model search America things. We're going back. I'm dating myself. This was, like, 1996 at the time. Did they, and, did they uh, scout you at the mall? No, no, no. It was, like, they, they tell you, like, oh, they're going to be here at this day on this hotel at this time. And, like, everybody shows up and you bring, like, one or two pictures with you. And they either say yes or no. And then you go on to like the big thing. You know, so, isn't that great? The, yeah. the getting in the entertainment business, you know, right off the bat, it's your most vulnerable time. We're going to teach oh you about uh, being rejected. And, oh you, and it's like, oh, pick me, pick me. No. And then, you know, and it, you start young. It's really good for your self-esteem, I find. Yeah. Well, honestly, I mean, you know, the times were a lot different then. I mean, you didn't have social media. You didn't have. You know, uh, you couldn't get famous on MySpace or Instagram or whatever. Like, you had to actually physically go in person to auditions and stuff and go sees. And you'd, call, you'd show up in a bikini and they'd be like, no, you're too fat. No, yeah. your smile's terrible. Oh. Like, I mean, like, to your face. Oh, yeah. Like, I feel like, I feel like, like, people who are modeling now today wouldn't be able to handle that. No. It was pretty, pretty intense. And you sit there and go, okay, thanks. Yeah, go home and cry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was that was something that Daryl and I, you know, uh, with my m- music background and Daryl's NFL background, that's something we realized really quick. Like, oh, you're in the entertainment business too. Like, that's yeah, uh, yeah. you're you're forty times too slow. Uh, your 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 hands are too small, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, you like go there practically naked, and you stand in front of like a room of a hundred men, and they say, "Oh yeah, well your junk's too tight, and you're like your ass is too small." It doesn't have yeah. thick hips. Yeah, if you had a <laughs> thicker ass, maybe we'd draft oh, you. So my ball sack needs to be bigger. Yeah, Thanks. got okay. it, got it. Yeah, your ratio's awesome. up. I'll get right on that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so the so going back to that, so that was so then I um, 
So long story short, I went through the whole thing. I, I got, they said yes at the thing. Then I went to the big thing and they said no. But, um, but that didn't stop me, you know, because, I mean, that was your, that's when you're meeting all, like, the biggest agencies. I mean, like, Ford and Wilhelmina and all, everybody from, like, all over the world. So, um, but I still started out locally and then uh, started, you know, getting my pictures taken. And a friend of mine got, was like, you know, help me run my lines for this uh, audition I have. And then he was like, you actually can do this. So I was like, oh, all right. So then I tried that. And um, so, yeah, so it was hairdressing, modeling, acting, and then singing. I started out singing as a karaoke singer. And then I dated a guy who was like, you can actually sing. We should probably get you a band. And I was like, I always learned a band. So I always wanted a band. Always wanted a band. <laughs> Golly. Who, doesn't, who doesn't want a band? You know? So uh, now I have two. <laughs> but yeah so i was i was in a few a few cover bands and then i decided i was like you know what i want to make my own schedule um because of my other things i didn't want to do it full time and a lot of people want to do it like four four or five nights a week and i just can't do that so i was like once or twice a month maybe three times a month so yeah so i started my own and that's when i i gave myself more flexibility to to, to still be able to do the modeling and acting on occasion that that actually took a backseat when i started doing hair full-time but you know it was uh still there you know talking about the modeling that reminds me i when i was younger uh shout out to the oxford valley mall i was uh walking through there and a guy came up to me and was like oh and i'd been there i'd been there with a girl earlier in the week and she got the model like you know oh come get your headshots done. It was like one of those like scammy, oh, like, yeah. mm-hmm. Oh, pay four ninety nine ninety nine, And you get your eight by tens and then we'll tell you how ugly you are, you know? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and like they had approached the girl I was with and I was like, and she was like, Oh no, I'm interested. And, uh, and then when I came back, it was the same guy. And he's like, Hey, you know, uh, I think you could model. And I was like, guy, come on, come on. <laughs> Like now, now you've lost all credibility, you know, like this is, I've seen you before. <laughs> yeah, I've seen, you don't even remember that I already turned you down, you know? And it's like, I don't think, uh, I don't think you know what it takes if you're, if you're coming for me, I don't think I've got the build for it, but <laughs> listen, there's an ass for every seat. Well, and we'll get to that in a second, but especially, you know, the world is your oyster these days. If you are a, uh, a go getter and a, you know, you cut the middleman out of everything. You know, whether it's recording mm-hmm. music or uh, OnlyFans, you can uh, you, you can do your whole your Jeez, whole own ASMR thing from top to anything, bottom, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Daryl and I are still exploring a launch of our own uh, spinoff there, but that's again that's a whole other podcast. Now, when you got into modeling, um, what was your? You gotta rewind back. You gotta rewind. What are your band names? What are your band names? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, so I have a party band named Mischief Night. And, um, and then shortly after that one, um, I have Sunset Strip, which I'm in with my husband as well. And that's an 80s hair metal tribute. I was going to ask. I am the singer of both. Is that like a lot of Motley Crue and Poison? Yes. And, yeah. Mm. yeah. Sunset mm. Strip. I could see that. That's yeah. my heart. Yeah. That's the good stuff. You know, um, uh-huh. again, you know, the, those were the classics, little, little, uh, Pour some sugar on me. Like there's some staples there. The uh, mm-hmm. yes. the gentlemen's yes. club staples that they should there should be a whole is a whole genre of its own. You know, um, yeah. Little white snake. You know, throw it in oh, there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. um, now, when you got into modeling, you know, what was your what was your goal with that? Did you want to be like uh, like a fashion model? Did you want to just be like be in magazines? Like what was you, what was your aspiration there? 
so I initially started out um, fashion modeling, um, but you know, because I'm five foot ten, um, but I always had like a little curve to me. Um, so I did I did some runway, but not uh, but like more smaller scale stuff. I did a lot more bridal runway and things like that. Um, however, when I was booked for actual like shoots and stuff, it was mainly swimwear and uh, lingerie actually you know because when you're curvier they're like hey we want you for this stuff because it's the blah 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 boom you know so um but yeah so i I mean i i'm i and then i did a lot of things for like uh clothing lines as well and stuff like that too so so yeah kind of like broad broad spectrum there now how long did it take you to kind of break in to that because i like I, i would imagine you know with music it's like you know you put your band together, you start writing songs, you get out there, you show your face. Like, are you mm-hmm. going around with like your, your eight by tens and being like, Hey, check me out. I'm, I'm yeah, your gal. How's that work? Snail mail. Yeah. It was all snail mail back then. So it cost a ton to start out because you know, you, you find a photographer, you pay a photographer, you get your photos printed, you pay for addresses for casting and modeling and all these things. And, yeah, you put your, you have to type out your criteria on the back, you know, your, uh, and all your resume and then send all that out. So, I mean, the expense was insane in the beginning and, you know, I'm just starting out as a hairdresser, but I didn't have any money either. So I'm like, whatever, I'm just going to try this. Um, and, uh, and actually I got, I got booked for acting first. Like it was an extra on sex in the city. That was my first gig. And, um, Sweet. and they, and they actually placed me like right next to the girl. So I always got really good placement. I was like, Oh, this is cool. All right, good. This is good. So, yeah. What, what other kind of acting have you done? Um, well, probably my, my biggest one was when I was on Sopranos, I was not a Bing girl. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually, uh, one of Johnny Sachs daughter's bridesmaid in her wedding. So it was season six. Um, you see a whole bunch of me. I don't have a word, not one line, nothing, but you see me a whole bunch. What's the visual that that, that that counts? That's awesome. You you know, believe it or not, I have not not watched the Sopranos yet and it's on my list. I know. I, I know it's embarrassing. I know (laughs) now that they remastered it, I'm going to, I'm going to give it a spin. I just, it's like, it's hard with life to just like, okay, I've got a 10 seasons of hour long. Yes. You know, like I, I just, yes. I have, you know, limited uh, TV time. And then same last time yeah. I got really into an HBO show that was older was Oz. And like, Oh yeah, I got hooked on that. And then it made me feel horrible. You know, like I wouldn't <laughs> every end of every episode, I was just like shook, you know, and like I yeah. traumatized. And then like I'm using prison lingo and it's like, <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, this guy. give me the teats, you know, and I'm like, I don't even know what this is, you know, this guy's scary. But yeah, I, so I, I was worried that, you know, I would start, you know, really becoming my, my Italian side would really start coming out. Next thing you know, I'm going a pinky ring and a. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, horses' heads will be in beds. Right, yeah. right. But uh, yep. if you're if you're in a nominate, I'm gonna have to watch it to say, hey, season six. I know yeah. her. You got to make it all the way through. <laughs> yeah, that's mm-hmm. and that's like in the middle too. I got to really. That was actually the end. They had six A and six B, and then it was oh, okay. done. Yeah. So, but yeah, it was uh, it was it was cool because I worked on the on the that was probably one of the best episodes to work on because it was the entire. New York mob and the entire New Jersey mob was all on set at the same time. So I was in the same room as every single person that was still alive 
at the time. The coolest thing was when I showed up for the first day, you know, you go into holding and you're like, all right, you get, you know, you check in and all that. And I see Steve Buscemi walking in and I'm like, Oh, I'm like, wait a minute. I love the Bush. I was like, he's, he's dead. I was like, Oh wait. And then we were all talking to our table and we're like, he's directing. So he was actually the director. I worked with him. Um, whatever scene I, I was put in, uh, it was awesome. So that was, was that was, was cool? the coolest thing. He was super cool. I was the only one that he remembered like my first name. Everyone else what? was like, "All right, now you come here, you come here, Farrah, you come here." I'm like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> "Mr. Pink." <laughs> I love it. That's love awesome. It. That's so cool. So are you still are you still acting now? Are you doing doing any work there? You know, I get called for things. Um, it's just because my my style of schedule is so packed i mean i'm i'm booked about three to four months out your stylist so re- schedule y- yeah so what so is that like really you style hard. people i do hair oh well for some reason i'm thinking like i'm thinking like uh my wardrobe like and stuff. Like yeah like you can give me a makeover yes. or something yeah like oh uh, we're gonna do a good. vampire <laughs> industrial vampire look for you <laughs> I would actually do that, like, because, like, I go with the the IT guys to, like, Comic-Cons and stuff like that, and we've been thinking about going to a horror con, and I know you do that, so. Yes, I do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. What, uh, who's your favorite actor or actress? As far as, now we're just, I just, I'm I'm, I'm giving you totally broad spectrum here. I just want you to pick one. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Go male or female. Go male or female. Male or female. Oh, God. Oh, the pressure. Cause like I'm instantly going to all my horror stuff, but you know, my favorite horror actors are not my favorite like actor ever. Well, let me, know? let me rephrase the question then. What's your favorite Nicolas Cage movie? There you go, my bro. Oh, Nicolas Cage. I mean, let's, oh, I mean, just top my head. What was it? Was it matchstick men? That was fun. That's a good had, one. Like, he had like OCD. That yeah, was quality. awesome. Quality. Um, you know, a lot of people love Raising Arizona, but I can't say I do. It's one of those what about movies. Moonstruck. Oh my God, I'm sorry. Well, I think of Cher in that one, but yeah, absolutely, man. absolutely. Yeah, speaking of Cher, yeah. I'm glad you brought her up. I don't know what they're doing to her or what <laughs> she like, unless it's like CGI or something. But she's like 80, and she still looks pretty great. She's she a vampire. Really good surgeons. Yeah, really but a, there, but surgeons. it's also to the point where I'm thinking there may be some holograms involved, or <laughs> some sort of high end. You know, there's like projectors. Has come a long way. Yeah, really no. has. but she, but she's always. But here's the thing: is like she never actually. And this is this is my feeling on the whole thing: is like, you do stuff when you start to get, when you start to see things, versus when you actually really need them. And then if if that's the case, then you can actually prolong it and you never actually yes exactly i believe she's a vampire and it's the blood of virgins (laughs) that keeps her upright in age that's just that and her and tom cruise they don't Mm. age and she Mm. tom cruise i don't know there was a picture came out where it looked like in top gun he definitely looks more mature it's for sure yeah i didn't see was that good did you see maverick sure did how was it it awesome Awesome. It was so oh. good. Yeah, it was so, so good. Yeah. Oh, Kilmer. So he's, he, he's, he's an actor I love, too. He's great in everything. I thought he yeah. was a very underrated Batman. Like, Batman Forever kind of got shit on. Um, well, because he, cause he did the funny thing, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, that was which, the one with which, Jim Carrey. and 
Yeah, I, it's weird. With, with, it's weird because like I love Michael Keaton because of like it was the original. But then I thought I like George Clooney too, but that got like a little cheesy too. Oh, the nipples ruined it for me. I think. Yeah, <laughs> nipples on the costume. I just, I, I just don't understand. And he had a wedgie too. Yeah. Well, I understand. I understand the wedgie, but I don't understand. I get wedgies, but no nips. The practical reasoning for having your nips like armored. You know, like I would think that would be a very tough thing very to line sensitive. up. They are sensitive, but it's it would be very difficult to line that up every time putting your gear on. Yeah, like, you know, just, right? Like, like um, like oh uh, my. Line up a wedgie. Like, yeah, it's like a snapback of your like hat. You know, if you're like off, it's just not yeah, good, it's just not right. Know? It's not gonna fit. Yeah, yeah. I would think yeah. that would add an hour to his Batman's getting ready is to, to line the nipples up. That would be, yeah. you would need some assistance. It's really right. what Robin's job <laughs> right. That's how Robin's whole job is just to line up his nipples on there. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. You know, those things like that, you go back and you watch them, you know, uh, with some years on you and you're like, don't know what they were going with, uh, with that there, but I think I know what they were going for. And I'm curious why, cause this is a children's movie, but like, was this for the moms? Like, this is what I don't get. Like, uh, I overanalyze yeah. it. I'm like, is it for the moms taking their kids to it? And I'm like, uh, I don't know. Right. Is uh, I don't know. It's Schumacher. Yeah. What are you gonna but, do? But but I do like I, I did like um, Christian Bale a lot as you know the Dark Knight. I'll tell you and what. The new one with Robert Pattinson was actually really really good. Yes, it I was. I have watched that like I don't know twenty times since Daryl and I went and saw it. And uh, I had never seen any of the Twilight movies, so I have like no, okay. I have no like, you know, issue with the, with Pattinson. And yeah. I'm like, oh, he's a good Batman. And some of my friends are like, oh, it's a Twilight guy. I'm like, I, why are you watching Twilight, so, dude? I don't know. Like, you know, I've seen all of them, and it yeah. didn't ruin my. Yeah, of, same. You know? you know, I mean, yeah. I love horror movies, and like, and it, like, it's like, oh, well, you can watch Twilight. Oh, yeah. It's like, you know, but still, it's whatever. It's it is what it is. Since you yeah. since yeah. you like horror. And, uh, you know, the reason I ask about Nicolas Cage is, is my opinion. And he's the finest actor of, uh, my lifetime, uh, he, unironically. And he's got a great film called Mandy. Uh, oh, you know, I saw that advertised and I've yet to watch that. Super, I always see him super dark and brutal. Uh, okay. Kind of weird. And then the, the shape of, uh, what was it? The colors from space. Same color, bro. Woo. Whoa. That's another one. What is it? What is it? The it's shape a, of color. It's a the shape of color. No colors, yeah. color from outer space. I think is, what is it. Is that what it is? Yeah, oh. yeah. You're. I think you're thinking of the shape of water. The shape of water. Right, yeah. which is also yeah, kind of that, a weird. That's not a horror movie, but that's like sci-fi. That's fun. Yeah, yeah. That, that I like. Um, that was cool. Yeah, it's a uh, H.G. Geiger, like oh yeah thing. Um, and it's like this okay. space blob comes in and wrecks this family. It's it's very bizarre. What? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's wow. a good one, and okay. he's and he's all over it. But uh, so, have you always been into horror, like uh, from from the time as a wee one, or is that something you got yes. too older? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like when I was old enough to at least be allowed to watch it. <laughs> How old was like that? that? How old was that? Uh, let me see. I mean, like I was always like into Halloween. Like it was, it was very strong in my family. You know, I loved. You know. But, like thriller came out and i was like yeah this is awesome oh, yeah. yeah when the guys like all like spitting blood out and stuff i was like yeah that's great um this is michael jackson he's gonna have a real normal life <laughs> uh thriller while there yeah thriller thriller should have in hindsight thriller should have been a, a warning 
<laughs> right. You know? Oh my God. It's like, yeah, this is just the tip, folks. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, um, uh, to think back, oh my God. I mean, because I've seen Poltergeist, all that was when I was a kid, you know? Poltergeist was one of the first movies that really, like, scared the shit out of me. Yeah. 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 yeah it's that. the supernatural stuff that really gets me, man. Yeah. Psycho, that I absolutely love. It's like a beautiful art piece. I mean, I didn't really appreciate that. Any of these I didn't really appreciate until I got older. And mm-hmm. then some of like the cheesy ones, like, you know, when you look at, you know, the old Friday the 13th and all that stuff, you're like, oh, this is so cheese. But like, you know, but it was so good at the same time. Texas Chainsaw, know. all that good stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, that one I only liked the first one, you know. The second one I was kind of like, I don't really get this. I feel like every time I turn around, they've remade Texas Chainsaw. I, I don't. Yes. It's, yeah. I saw the most Didn't recent it, one they yeah. did, and it was pretty good. Yeah, but that's like the third, the third remake since I was in high school. I'm pretty sure that's the one when they were trying to take over a town, and it, it's like everyone's oh, doing yeah. what Halloween did, where they're like bringing back the original actress to like for revenge, and like. But yeah, yeah, I mean, it was cool. Th- these new it. Halloween movies were killer. They were awesome. This new, this m- most recent one where, oof. Mike Myers just lighting up that whole fire oh, yeah, squad. Yeah, no, no, yeah, that was awesome. Oh, yeah, that was oh, great. Boy. Oh my god, he, when he, uh, yeah, that was pretty brutal. What he did to the whole, uh, um, yeah, fire squad was insane. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. like that yeah. they unmask him though. It's like I don't want to see his face. I just want to see this weird William Shatner thing. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <This is> so <laughs> true. <laughs> but there's yeah. a, there's been a lot of that. Um, you know, I know Candyman. They just remade. I haven't yeah, seen that yet. Yeah, I mean, I saw honestly, that Hellraiser. They're doing another Hellraiser. Yeah. See. Yeah. Here's where I got a little particular. You can't not do it without Doug. See, I don't. I, I've tried to watch Hellraiser a couple times. I just don't get it. I, I just. That, I don't get it. The most, in my opinion, the most fun one is three. Hell on Earth. But see, then I'm like that, trying to figure yep. it out. I just don't yep. get it. It's like, what do we, yeah, you know? It, you watch the first one just to get the premise and then jump to the third. And right. it's it's cool. I, yeah. I That's my favorite one. You know, it's a, good, it's a quality series. Uh, <clears throat> launched Jennifer Aniston's career is the Leprechaun franchise. Oh, yeah. oh God. Yeah. You ever no, seen, you, you guys ever seen uh, Leprechaun 4 in space? Or no, wait, no. That's, Leprechaun 3 is in space. Leprechaun 4 is in the hood. That's the one oh, where he does the rap. Yeah, yeah. I've heard that, of that one's real. I didn't, yeah. I didn't do any Leprechaun. I'm just like, ah, oh, he's not scary. <laughs> and like, I don't do child's play either. Like, then I'm just like, eh. Yeah, I know. could, I could handle a doll. You know, I'm not, <laughs> not too worried about, not too worried about a doll. But it, it feels like the, the horror genre is definitely coming back in a big way. The last couple of years, there's yeah. been, oh, yeah. been some big, big movies, and I think like the, all the streaming helps for that too because. Oh sure. You know, it's, mm-hmm. uh, it's right there at home and. We, uh, my, my wife doesn't like the, the scary movies it, it, right now. Like I'm getting ready to go out on a work trip to California. We started watching stranger things and she's like, Oh, I don't want to watch it when you're not going to be in the house. And I'm like, well, I gotta fucking find oh, out what's going on here. Brother, what's, what season are you guys in? <sighs> this new one, whatever this newest one is the, the fourth one. Yeah. Fourth, we watched the first season. episode and then she's getting all yanked up by the invisible demon. I'm like, what the? It's good. It's good. It is. is yeah. It? I, yeah. I, I fell off it after season two. I got to get back into it. But somebody yeah. told me like season two was season one was the best. Season two was kind of weird. It was off. Season three was good. But then this one is bringing it back to kind of like season one vibes where it's like awesome. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Well, I heard. the thing for me that's weird, and this was weird when they started the show, but like all the they're children, right? And it's a show about children. 
And then, like, the girl that plays Eleven, they were like, she's not even 18. And they're, like, very overtly pushing her as, like, this quote-unquote sex symbol. And it's, like, in magazines and stuff. And then, like... Oh, in real life. Yeah, yeah. Right. And then, like... But then my only exposure to her is, like, she plays this child, this abused child. And then they're like, no, she's this hot. And you're like, but she's 17. Like, I don't... And and then you watch the show, and then it's like, she's this awkward girl. Like, it's, like, conflicting messaging. And I I find... Yeah. It is. And, like, you know, we were... It's funny, like, uh, Mean Girls. Okay? So, in Mean Girls, I remember when that came out, and... The girl, Rachel McAdams, she plays a high school senior. Mm-hmm. But, like, at the same time, like, maybe six months before that, the notebook came out, and she's playing, like, a 24-year-old girl. Yeah. Woman. 24-year-old woman. But then you're, like, in middle school, and you're watching, like, Lindsay Lohan and Rachel McAdams that are, like, <laughs> junior high school, and you're, like, wait, but these are women. Like, what? Like, They're 22 years old. Like, yeah. th- these are full-grown yeah. women. Like, and then you're, like, and you wonder, like, why so many young girls have these issues with that. And now there's been a, a huge change in, in how they portray men in Hollywood. I think you go back and you watch like tango and cash and it's like two frumpy middle-aged dudes, you know, Mm -hmm. no muscle definition, no hint of any sort of athleticism. And then now you literally cannot be an action lead unless you're like six foot six 286 pounds on the gas with uh, washboard abs. You're like, what? You know, like, and, and then they're like, oh, this is like Zach Efron's another one. We're like, oh, look at this high school boy. And you're like, yeah, look Zac at his Efron abs. This guy's out. fucking yeah, 30. Ripped. You know, and it's like, you wonder, especially with social media, what that's going to do downstream, you know, and like girls are looking at these characters being portrayed that they're supposed to be 17 years old. And it's like, that's a, that's a 24-year-old woman, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Hollywood. Yeah. That's what it does. Because, well, I guess because technically I don't think they can put them in, like, some of those. Well, I mean, then again, they didn't care back then. Now now, now they care because of everything that's coming out. But I was going to say they, they have to be careful with, like, the dialogue and everything, you know, putting in, making in a 16, 17, 15-year-old, you know, say certain things. But I guess... I was thinking for a second that Hollywood had a conscience. They don't, so never mind. <laughs> no, no, they're just looking for that money, you know, yeah, whoever they're, wherever they're going to get it from. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's a sign I'm, you know, getting a little older and I'm starting to, we're starting to think about kids and I look at these things and I'm like, man, you know, I get it. I'm, I'm old enough to understand it, but like, what does a 14 year old think of this, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, and what is that going to do? And, and then on top of that, just the access to, you know, shit you used to have to like you know to see a boob on on cable it would be you know hbo at midnight on a saturday you know what i mean now Mm -hmm. like we had a uh before we moved we were at some party and the girls some girls my friends spouses were talking about some dude's giant hog on netflix and i'm like wait wait I'm like, wait a minute. They're they're hanging dong on Netflix now. Like, when did? Yeah, sex life oh, show. Oh, was it was it the um sex life show? 
Oh, that one, I was going to say, was it the Pam and Tommy movie? No, no, it wasn't the Pam and Tommy movie. No, no. but It's the Sex Life show. It's uh, but, the, okay. but apparently you can just go full dong now on Netflix, oh, and it's fully. like no, not even, it's no big deal. Yeah. But yeah, I guess, things, you know. It's, it's weird. Like, everyone's uptight, but then everyone's like, meh. Right, you know, like, like, what are we doing here? Are we, <laughs> are we, I'm confused. I thought we were in the tree of trust. Are we going for it or not? Should, am I, what am I doing here? Well, speaking of kids, though, you're a mom, though, Farrah. You're a dog mom. I'm a dog mom, yeah. No, no, no human children. <laughs> what kind of dogs you got? I have, uh, he's a Shiba Inu Klee mix. So ah. he, he looks like the Dogecoin. Good. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> and his That's name awesome. is Kruger. Named uh, after Freddy. Of course. So. I mean, so cool. is there any other Kruger? I mean, well, that's the only one. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. yeah. <laughs> is, he, is he a sweet pup? He is very sweet. And it's funny that he's named after Freddy Krueger because he is so not aggressive or, like, if anything, like, you drop a nap and he's like, what was that? You know, Haunt your like, dreams with cuteness. Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's like, you like throw the ball and it's like it's next to the wall and he's like, uh, okay. All right. You know. <laughs> yeah. We've, we've got a uh, pit bull, 65-pound pit bull who uh, doesn't realize that he, you know, could just do whatever he wants he's so docile and like if you if you have a bag like i lean down i've got my work bag on my shoulder still he's like what is that yeah what is that and it's like dude no nobody's ever touched you. you've never been harmed once in your life you've got you've got five memory foam beds in this house and you get (laughs) steak you know like what are you what are you so skittish about yeah (laughs) Yeah. i got a hundred pound Conde Corso that knocks me down every time I come through. Oh, big Love babies! Yeah. Yeah. yeah, cute, <laughs> nice. Yeah, if the, if dogs. Re- if reincarnation's a thing, I want to come back as like a rich girl's dog. You know, it's a, uh, that's uh, a, uh, like a know? like a purse puppy. Yes, or like, I want to be fucking really pursed nice around. <laughs> I want to be getting lattes. I want a nice. <laughs> Nice. High. And dogs are like they have like no teeth. Their tongue hangs out the side, but they're yeah. being carried and they're wearing like a bling collar. Yeah, we were. Yeah. We uh, <laughs> no so, shoes. They just open his mouth up and throw Pupacino, it. Pacino, you know. <laughs> I was, uh, as I mentioned before, we got on. My wife and I just moved to the great state of Texas, and we've been uh, throwing ourselves into all the Texas culture. And you know, you can't nowadays you can't like uh remodel a home or paint a room without coming across chip and joanna their style influence somewhere and waco texas which is like talk about a rebrand you know they got rid of that that whole branch davidian uh branding real quick by just putting some shiplap and subway tile on houses (laughs) but we went down to waco to uh the magnolia market there it's like uh, the silos and all these high-end shops, and I'll tell you what, I saw a couple of upper-class dogs being pushed around in carts. Like, oh, yeah. It looked like a dog, baby. Dog strollers. Yeah. Like a, like a stroller? Dude. Yeah, and, they're dog strollers. Oh, my right. You know, and I'm like, now that's, he gets it. That's the, that's who I want to be when I grow up, is I want to be that dog <laughs> getting pushed around, getting free, you know, ice cream and stuff. It's, uh, well, yeah, Waco, Waco was, uh, was a good time. Um now, what, uh, musically, I, I was looking, you know, Daryl sent me some of your videos and not just saying this because oh, yeah. you're here, you can, uh, you can, you can, can wail, girl, you Thank can wail. Yeah, you can. Um, Thank you. It reminds me of Wayne's world. She can wail. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, 
<laughs> oh man, what a film! By the way, before I forget, Mike Myers has this new uh, show on Netflix that it's called the. Uh, I don't know. It's something weird, but if you just type in Mike Myers, it's like he plays all the characters on the show. Okay. Wow. <laughs> and it's cool. about yeah. It's about like uh, a secret society that runs the world in the shadows and they're like evil but good it, it this kind of oh. like the tagline like they're nice but evil and uh if you're if you're into that weird uh mike myers wayne's world type of humor the pen it's a pen pen pendiferate or something like that or pandeferat okay. or something i don't know where, it's where, where is this it's on it's on netflix yeah that's um, everything, man. I it's, do. It's Jeez. like a movie that they split up into six episodes. It's 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 basically a movie. But oh, okay. But uh, yeah, that's it's uh, totally absurd. Now, musically, what uh, what do you like to listen to now? What are you into? Oh, I still I'm always putting on '80s hair metal stuff. Yeah, that's like that's my favorite. Yeah. Um, if it's not that, I like industrial. Yeah, I saw you, you like know, so. I saw an interview. You talking about the Nine Inch Nails. Yeah, yeah. So like all that stuff, Nine Inch Nails, White Zombie, Rob Zombie. Oh, yeah. I've seen of which. Yeah. Do you like Rob Zombie's rendition of um, Halloween? Halloween. Yes or no? I'm sorry. What? You like <laughs> oh God! I want to like it so much. No, I really do. you don't like it. I don't think that it's so brutal though. The I first don't one, like it and f- I don't not like it. But okay. I, I'm just. There's you gotta some, explain. It's the, you I don't explain. like when he get he gave he gave him freaking feelings, man. Yeah, like too much. Like, uh, oh, my, my sister, and I'm like, oh, I just can't. Yeah, it oh, was like no. The first yeah. one was was okay, but I'll tell you what: if if Rob Zombie didn't make that movie, I don't think that would have come out. Like I think they were really grasping there at the second. Yeah, I, I get a little nervous. My I have to say my probably my favorite Rob Zombie film was um, Devil's Rejects. Ah, talk about, about talk about yeah. brutal. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Brutalmente. That, that's my favorite. But it was scary um, though. It was like yeah. it was scary. Yeah. Brutal yeah. but scary. Yeah. I mean I I've seen thirteen and that was cool. That was pretty messed up. Yeah. I don't know. Have you, have you seen that one? Yeah. I haven't seen that one yet. 13? Yeah. yeah. With the clowns? Well, you know, he's yeah. he's doing uh, yeah. the Monsters. Monsters. Yeah. That might yeah. that might be terrible. Mm. Who knows? Oh. Sherry Moon's in it. I'm a big fan <laughs> of Sherry Moon. I, I mean, she's in all his movies. Everything. Yeah. yeah. She's on all his which, co- I mean, come which on. Which is fine. Why wouldn't you? you? know, once again, I, I love them for who they are. Um, I love that they love a lot of things, you know, you know, all into the same kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I like that he tries to do these things. Um, I don't know. I just, I, I don't, I don't love them. And I'm a little nervous about, about the monsters. Cause I just loved the monsters so much. Yeah. Like I want it to do well. I really deep down as I want it to do well. I'm just afraid it's going to be cheesy. Mm. Oh, like, it will not be. Good, not, and not good cheesy. I mean, I'm okay with it being, because the monsters are cheesy to think about it. I mean, right. but you know, I mean, it's, you know, Wanda Carla, you know, Herman, I can't remember his name right now. Oh my God. But yeah, like it's just. First time I saw Rob Zombie, nervous. I was I was in high school and uh, it was like, I don't even think they had announced House of a Thousand Corpses yet. And like that song was on the record and uh, he was playing like clips, like 
test, I guess like screen tests of stuff that they were filming, but it hadn't yeah. been hadn't been purchased yet. Yeah. And uh, during the the show, and I remember watching and being like, "Man, this is fucked up. What the hell is this?" Oh uh, yeah. And then like yeah. then I yeah. by the time I, I like yeah. Thousand Thousand Corpses too. That was good. Yeah. Then by the yeah. time Devil's Rejects come out, you're like, "Ooh, I need a shower after that. That was uh, yeah, that was yeah. rough." He's got like Ooh. some. It's like a. It's there's a psychological element to it that's just like in there weaves with the horror and the brutality that like mm-hmm. unnerves me to the point where I'm like, yeah, that's horror because yeah. like it's stuck in my brain and it won't yeah, uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Well, yeah. That, that's the kind of stuff that always freaks me out. Like the hills have eyes, especially now that I'm uh, living in a yeah. place mm-hmm. where the hills may have eyes. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like you get those people, you get those mountain mutants, you know, and like, that's, that's like a real, that that could, you know, that's what I mean. That's why it's so intense. Like Mm -hmm. it could be real. Like you could just be haphazardly rolling in this family of just like crazy people just coming around. Just like, Hey, this is so normal. We're just going to skin you alive. It's cool. Yeah. We like your heart now. Thanks. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to turn you into a a man merman, you know, like it's cool. Do you guys remember (laughs) that, 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 uh, gem house of wax that paris hilton was in i i didn't see that just because she was in it i'm like no they uh it's like they all get turned into wax it was like kind of like the hills have eyes where like their car breaks down you know and then they got to get it fixed for a horror movie you know car breaks down it's either a cabin or your car breaks down that's i I feel like somebody signed (laughs) paris hilton to a deal and they're like all right now let's work in reverse we've got paris hilton and let's get some mountain mutants and uh (laughs) Yep. We're gonna turn them into wax when they die. You're like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. They, they, yep. they, 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 it seems like they're running out of. They are running out of ideas uh, in Hollywood. It's like every, there has to be like a, a sequel. It, it, there's no new anything coming out. Everything has to be a remake or a, you know. And they're like the the ending of the Jurassic Park franchise. I'm like, bitch, oh. that's they're gonna make dinosaur movies. They oh. they dinosaurs just got popular again. Little kids are all doing dinosaur shit. They're going to be making these movies till forever. Dude. Dinosaurs are yep. actually existing. Yeah. It'd be like Rocky in the 18. Oh, dude. Yeah. Rocky 18. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, how funny Someone's is it? coming back. He's 95. He's going to. He's in a wheelchair. He's like, he's like, I got this. <laughs> One more round. Go on. Like, go on. you go back and you watch Rocky 5 and you're like, oh, my God, this is, this is the bottom of the barrel. And then you're like, nope. Nope, he's gonna do three more. There's more. Yeah. Oh yeah. You think Tommy Gunn is bad? Hang on. There's no easy way out, guys. Uh, You know this. And you know, I haven't even seen the. I hear the Creed movies are good. I've never even seen them just because it's like. uh, You haven't seen any of the Creeds? I get it. I like. I already. Fair. Have you seen any of the Creeds? I have not yet. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Not yet. You haven't seen Rocky until Rocky's had somebody to actually coach like Nick. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. I'll have to. I'll have to do the thing. Yeah. Yeah. He must. He must be. Uh, he, between all those expendable movies and. Oh yeah. Some of his finer, like those. Actually, he's, you know. He still looks good. If you ever follow his Instagram. Oh yeah. hell yeah! He's I mean, Jack, listen, he's been yeah. on the. He's been on he's the still gas. Rambo. Rambo. <laughs> he, he's my canary in the coal mine for testosterone because. If as long as he's still alive, you know. Like it can't be bad for you, like him, him and Arnold, and they're just all. Ani. Like I mean, uh, Sly is. Ani. I think he's seventy-eight or seventy-nine. Numero uno. 
and even the new the, even the new Predator movie coming out looks. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Looks oh, pretty yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. When you're saying but again, they, it's all like it's it's like how many they, they keep redoing stuff. Yeah. 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 Curious. But it is cool, like the whole Native American angle to it. It's like oh, True. I haven't done that yeah. yet. True. Yeah. Haven't done that. I enjoyed the last one with uh, what's his name, Adrian Brody. Which one was that? Oh, the uh, so when Robert Rodriguez like in, made. Yeah, when they were like in space tour. and yeah, they get it. sucked over to his planet. Right, yeah. right. You know, it's funny. Like you go back and you watch Predator Two, and like in which is highly underrated, and uh, you're watching. And they have that scene where they go in the Predator ship, and it's like they, the xenomorph skeletons in the back, and you're like, oh man, they're gonna make an alien versus Predator. And then they finally did that, and you're like, oh no, 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 we don't. We don't need nope. the. We didn't. Turns out we didn't need five don't, of these movies. Did them. Not, yeah, I didn't need that. Didn't need J, J, Freddy versus Jason. No, I just don't want to. Then, then it's like you got the melting pot, the pred alien, the alien. Yeah, predator. Like, it's I don't. Like, uh, I don't want to cross the streams. No. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, what was particularly egregious was uh, Jason X. Yeah. I see, because that. Yes. Do you remember? Like, see, one of one of the kids that works for me. Um, he was born in 1999, and one day, he didn't know what Y2K was. So, like, me and another guy at the office are trying to explain to this little Gen Z buttercup what <laughs> Y2K was. And I'm like, so basically, everyone thought that when the clock hit zero, the computers would think it's the year 1900 and everything would stop working. And, like, you can't even get that out now like because like think about how technologically advanced even like my mom is with just like she can use her iphone she can set up a router like but you know 22 years ago nobody knew anything about anything and we didn't, didn't have smartphones we didn't have computers didn't have it mm-hmm. and like people would say this and be like mm-hmm, mm-hmm okay all right that kind of makes sense we better stock up you know <laughs> and then in hindsight you can't even explain it it's just so so absurd but it was like the first toilet paper shortage. Right, right. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But like around that time now. Around that time everything was like Blade two thousand, you know, Millennium, mm-hmm. you know, Jason X. You Dracula two thousand. Dracula two thousand. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they uh they really they really got off on the wrong foot there. But uh yeah, trying to explain to somebody who's twenty two years old, um, Y2K, especially yeah, coming. Like, Why were you worried? Yeah. <laughs> you guys are stupid. It's like, yes, we know. And it also, you know, just food for thought makes you wonder what other things we are hysterically wrong about. Maybe not, oh, yes. n- maybe not we, maybe some, some folks are hysterically wrong about that in another 20 years will be like, really? You did that. Yeah. You fucking yep. did that? Okay. Yeah. All right, asshole. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're just going to mm-hmm. hope we all forget. Um, yep. <laughs> nope. Nope. Deleted. Like, nope. Yep. No. Nope. Nope. I still no. remember. Remember that time? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's like, uh, do you remember when, um, I guess this was like peak COVID, the guy from Smithfield pork took out a full page ad in the New York times about how there was going to be a massive pork shortage and everybody, oh. was, everybody like was like, well, I got to get my ribs. I got to, you know, tenderloins. And it's like, what, what what the fuck happened there? Are we yeah. are we not in a pork shortage? Because uh, yeah. I'm still eating bacon. Like what's going on here? Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. Seems like a uh, like they just wanted to sell a little extra pig that month. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't. That's really... one way to drive sales. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right just put that. the fear of everything. Pretty soon, never pre- have this again. Pretty soon, they're gonna they're gonna take that to the extreme. And be like, oh, suntan lotion. It's almost gone. We've got we've only got so much sunscreen left. You better just double down now and yep. get get it on a year supply. Yeah. Yeah, it, I mean, well, because there's the thing, like, you actually have some shortages. So people are like, okay, this actually could happen because there's this shortage that's actually happening right now, mm-hmm. you know? But, yeah, it's just, people are crazy. Well, I still see, every now and then, not so much here in Texas, but, you know, before we left, I would still see people, you know, with a, with a grocery cart full of toilet paper. And, you know, it's like, what exactly do you think, like, the toilet paper is going to do for you? Like, especially in hindsight, like with COVID, like, why did everybody run out and get toilet paper? What what, what were you going to do? Like, you, you, you got to wipe your butt. Yeah, but like, <laughs> but like, you know, like, I don't know. It's just, it seems like a weird, a weird thing to really prioritize. Literally fighting. It, it, like, you, you, know, you, you it, worried it, you're not going to have a shower? Because, yeah, well, because one person saw somebody like getting a couple for who knows why they just needed them they were probably ready to stock up for whatever thing they're probably like yeah i need one for here and one for my vacation house because we're going to be locked down so i might as well go there instead <laughs> yeah, this all and, comes and, back and to some like, rich so douche like, we, i think we need to get toilet paper and then just right. like did, did they say they got to get toilet paper well maybe we got to get toilet paper did you see toilet paper and then that's it yeah it's like yeah. telephone you know? Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Booty Wipes. They they, they kept me and Daryl's booties clean. Uh, oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Animal. Well, once once you go, you know they say uh, electricity's out and, and for two weeks, chaos would ensue. But you you go uh, six days without wiping your ass. I mean, who knows? That's pretty chaotic. Yeah, I'm <laughs> who knows? Agree with you on that. As long as you have running water, then it's not the end of the world. That's what I mean. Yet. Like, was yeah. the water going to get shut off? Like, were you worried you couldn't take a bath? Like, yeah. I don't know. Right. If you're not going anywhere, it's like, all right, we'll just, just hose off. Yeah, I'll just rinse. Come on, honey. Get the hose out. Just rinse That's me down. You know? <laughs> Clean me up. Yeah. Get that. Grab the mop out for me. Like, I would just. Have a day. You know? Like, people have been camping. <laughs> For years, <laughs> you know, right? Shit in a coffee can, right? There it is. That's and it. like, uh, not to That's sound, it. not to sound like, uh, I don't know, ethnocentric, but there's quite a few world superpowers that operate, you know, very differently first, than we do with first toilets. World problems. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> India's mm-hmm. got nuclear weapons, and I don't think they have toilet paper everywhere. No, they use yeah. leaves. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. Foliage. This is the kind of there. this is the kind of conversation you can only get on the Everyman podcast. You know? <laughs> You're absolutely right. International. I was part of it. Yeah, international <laughs> butt wiping uh, policies. I'm going for leaves. Policies day, and practice. See, the guy. Day. The thing with about leaves is you, you you could you could run you could run a foul there quick. Just remember, leaves are three. Leave it be. That's right, dude. Mm-hmm. You don't want poison ivy. You either. don't want that no, sumac that. up in there. No. I know. I I, I know yeah, somebody that, that that did that. Um, <laughs> sumac. No. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, that's brutal. Yeah, it'll get no. you. It'll get you. It will get you. Now, what uh, what do you have going on in terms of like what what are you promoting now? Like, what are you what what are you doing? What's like your what's your thing? What's your big deal right now? Um, I mean, what I'm I'm active. I mean, you know, aside from you know my day job, but I, I don't really promote that anymore because I stopped taking new clients because it's just getting to be a little. Little, little 
too long of a wait for people to get in. So I'm like, all right. So I don't promote that anymore. Let me ask you a question um, about that real quick before I forget. Yeah. Now you're in you're in uh, in Jersey. Now say yes. Say a lady that I've maybe I've seen at like a a Motley Crue concert comes in. Motley Crue's playing, you know, Camden Waterfront Friday night. Yep. She comes in. She's got her acid wash denim head to toe, and she's like, "I want the, I want the the rig. Give me the do. Can you still do the, you know, the real '80s it's blowout? Actually, Is that what's the word what, for that? It's the shag. It's actually in right now. Still, mm. I've been seeing a lot of girls, in, especially in Waco, walking around with yes. like what appears to be so, a mullet, faucet hair, the mullet, the shag, the wolf mm-hmm. cut, the wolf cut. That's the, it. The, mm-hmm. the there's the uh, oh god, what is that? The Bixie, which is like a cross between a, a pixie and a bob and a little bit of a mullet. Yeah, mm. it's like all these yeah, very '80s and '70s hair right now, which is actually really cool. So uh, that and that I've been doing since I was in beauty school. So I'm like, oh, comes so, back around. Friends, yeah, the friends cut will be coming out soon. And I can teach you class on that. So it's like, yeah. Oh, whatever. what the Jennifer Aniston? Yeah, yeah, bring it on. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. you can like, is it just appointment only for because you're just like? Yes, I'm, I work the, in a day spa, so yeah, it's uh, I my, my clients have booked me out for the year, goodness. like the ones that I actually actually know they're like. So I, I I I'm very blessed. I've been doing this for about 26 years. Yeah, yeah I've been I've been doing it for 26 years, and I've been. A, my current salon uh for 18 years so i mean that right there longevity in 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 an actual like business will help with that too job security so take, you take know. me through it fair because we talked about this before like mm-hmm. you are a busy bee yes take me through a day just one day one day which day pick a, a day fair, thursday day thursday okay. what, what was the day like well, today was today was pretty easy. It was it was a photo shoot day, so I'm I'm off my day job. So I got up, I did my, my prep, I got ready, which was a few hours. Drove uh, up to the gig, arrived at the studio, went through wardrobe ahead of time with the photographer. So we just picked out what we were going to do that day. Went through each set. Three hours later, hands me cash, drive home, and here I am. All right. What about the the like the hair hair stylist day? What's the stylist right. day like? So that is always you know I get up at seven thirty in the morning. I try to do a workout first. Then what are we I doing get for ready. the workout? What are we doing for the workout? What's what's um, I usually right now I'm keeping it pretty easy. It's like just stuff at home with like an app, like the 30, 30 day challenge app. Gotcha. So gotcha. Um, because it's like fifteen minutes and it's like pretty high intensity, and then yep. I'm out. You know. So um, yeah. So I'll do that. Excuse me. Uh, get ready because, you know, if I could just roll out of bed and go and do my job, that'd be great. But unfortunately, when you're in the beauty industry, you have to be on, you know. So, but I'm always busy, so I'm always tying my hair back because it's just crazy. So, so that, that saves some time. I don't have to do my hair. But, uh, yeah, so I'll go in. uh, I start at 11 o'clock and I don't take a lunch. I don't take a break. What? I I work straight through until 8 p.m., which is usually about 8.30 p.m. And then I get home about eight thirty nine o'clock. You're not like dragging like you haven't eaten anything for how many eight thirty in the morning. I usually do a twelve hour fast on on my work days. It's only three days a week, so. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Yeah. So. Get that longevity with that. uh, Yep. With that fasting, yeah, I've been I've been doing that for a couple years now. Now with my new work schedule, I'm getting up early and I'm like, like just looking for 
protein at like three o'clock, oh, four o'clock in the afternoon. Me. I mean, my stomach growls. There are times where I'm like, if I had a down second, I would love a piece of pizza. But I don't. The reason I book myself so tightly is that I just don't get the time to. So I just drink water. You know. Is it like six, seven days a week? I'm assuming, or is it just like, is it every day? Like that I'm doing the fasting only three. Well, only just, just like your how busy you are is it seven six seven is it- oh well so yeah so i, I work every I, at the salon i'm wednesday thursday friday uh-huh. um saturdays are usually either i have a show or my husband has a show or there's a wedding or something like that sunday we try to save for just personal maybe family or just us or you know yeah. uh, monday and tuesday are uh band rehearsal days one for each band one one minute one's monday one's tuesday Mm-hmm. Uh, also like house things, doctor's visits, um, or, and I also book shoots on those days too. So right. it, it changes each week. There's, there's always some, there's never, rarely a day where I wake up and I'm like, I have nothing to do. So because Every woman material. if I flip this camera around, you would see how messy my dressing room is. So we're not going to do it. Yeah. That's that, that's that, that's that every woman hustle. Now oh. what, um, for the every man and the every woman that are listening, uh, largely a lot of every man. Um, what would be the best place to keep up with uh, your content, all your your modeling? You know, if somebody wants to, I don't know, support what you're doing. What's the best way to keep up with you? So my Instagram, um, I post the most there, uh, which also is connected to my Facebook fan page. Um, I probably interact more on Instagram because it's just easier that way, and. Um, I can actually understand a lot more of my <laughs> on, on my Facebook uh, fan page. Like I, I get a lot of people from uh, other countries. Oh so yeah, I have to. I'm constantly trying to like translate. I'm like, what are you saying? All right, it's just it's so involved. So, um, but yeah, Instagram is probably the best place. And I know I'm like archaic for saying that because I think everybody's doing like TikTok and Snapchat a lot now, and I, I just don't have time to even learn a new platform at this point. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like uh, I mean I'm so far removed from from that. I mean, I Daryl and I both feel like you know getting on here and yapping for an hour, hour plus every week is like pretty pretty social. Uh, yeah. pr- you know, giving people pretty good insight into what our lives are like. But it's uh, once I got off the social media horse, it's like it's something new comes out every couple weeks, and it's like I can't. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I can't keep up with it. And it's like, yeah. th- mm-hmm. I see when I go out, I see like kids just totally glued to TikTok and Dude. yes. And even adults. I and, grown adults. Yeah. yeah. Grown adults yeah. are glued to yeah. it. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm like, so... I just don't have time. <laughs> yeah. You gotta, I, I gotta keep it away. Cause it's like, you look at one, you know, video of a, of a girl shaking her butt. And the next thing you know, it's that you've just been presented an unlimited supply of that for eight hours, you know? And, and, and it yes. like, I, I was reading that they have the most advanced AI tracking. Yes. And yeah. within one click, like if you look at something and then click at one other thing, it's like, Oh, you just want to see Jeeps, guns, and boobs. Like, here you go, yeah. pal. Yep. Here's and your ad sense is crazy. And that sucks crazy. them in. And that's why it's like, Oh, I get to see the things I want to see. Nobody's like, mouthing off about x y and z people don't have a soapbox it's just you're i mean you'll see that if you follow that because there are people who do that too but but mostly it's all just watching videos swiping well i get like sucked into these kind of let's call it like alternative communities 
and I'm like watching like I get things I don't understand, and I'm like, oh wow, like here's an insight <laughs> into your world of uh, craziness. This is this is interesting. But yeah. you know, you know, so TikTok, and I think I might have mentioned this before. TikTok's a Chinese platform, and I don't know if you guys know this, but in China, they they recognize the, the problem here, and everybody 18 and under at I think it's either 5 or 6 p.m. it it cuts to like from 9 to 5 it's only education stuff and like oh, wow. mathematics like you can't go look at like the newest dance trend or dogs twerking and cats. right yeah. wow. it's all yeah. it's all like quick education mathematics science stuff videos of spaceships or whatever and then you can't access it if you're under 18, like after 8 p.m. Like it's just, you turn on and it's like, nope, no good. So like, wow. they're like wow. on w- one half of their business is like toxifying our entire culture. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then they just, they're like, yeah, this is so good, but we're not going to allow our, we're not, no, we don't want not, this. We're not going to poison our youth. Yeah. 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 We're going to go ahead and poison the <laughs> Americans and uh, let you guys just rot from the inside it's out. Fine. They'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. As long as they have Gangnam style, we're good. That's right. It. Yeah. And then it's like, Ooh, a new, a new dance trend. And like the, the weirdest thing to me is like, I being, love the Gangnam style. Yeah, I want to see you do it. I will. <laughs> you, if you know, Tara, Tara, no, I will do it. It's going to happen. Yes. <laughs> Challenge accepted. You yes. see, you see, like kids randomly dancing to no music or doing something or like making. I've seen that the one I my favorite is like the girls who make their their boyfriends or husbands like their photographer out in public, oh, you know. Yeah. And yeah. it's like mm-hmm. <laughs> the idea that like you're posing, you're showing your butt to like all your male followers. You're trying to do whatever it is you're trying to do with your brand. But then, hey, honey, can you just, oh, wait, no, more ass. You know, you're like, it's just, it's a weird, it's a weird, uh, it's a weird time to be alive. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Indeed, it well, is. It's- I'm glad you said that, Brother Jay, because even though it's a weird time to be alive, I think all of us here have our own experiences in terms of being blessed and highly favored and Certainly. thankful to be alive. Um, I know, Farrah, you have an interesting story. About, yes. uh, and we talked about this the other day, just like, hey, that's why that's why you're on the grind all the time and, yes. and getting your hustle on because uh, you go, go ahead and share, share with us a little bit about that. In 2019, I was diagnosed with early stage breast cancer. Um, I was just, you know, in the shower and I, you know, always checked because it's just what you do. And I, um, I felt something that fell off and I was like, oh, that's, that wasn't there before, you know, so, uh. And I just kind of, you know, ignored it for a little bit. And then, like, another another week or two went by, and I was like, oh. So I asked Aaron, my husband, and I was like, I was like, do you feel this? And he was like, yeah. He's like, go get that looked at. So long story short, went for the mammogram, went for the biopsy. And lo and behold, it was very, very tiny, early stage. But most people would have ignored that. Yeah. You know? They'd have been like, oh, well, it's just nothing. You know, it's, it's scar tissue because I had breast augmentation. But um, it wasn't. And uh, so, yeah, so I opted for a double mastectomy, um, which put my modeling career on hold for a, a, about a year and a half, not including COVID. Um, 
that that just was actually helped a little bit um for that but uh yeah um so yeah coming back there i opted for the double mastectomy because at my age i'm 45 now um the chances of it coming back are a bit more uh higher you know um most people you know get get breast cancer in their 50s 60s or whatever um and there's still some in 30s and 40s and some 20s you know but the um the chances of it coming back are pretty strong so i was like let's just remove the source now and try and reduce the the chance of that so thankfully i didn't have to go on chemo or radiation because i did that um uh and i didn't have to go on chemo because it wasn't that type of cancer it was hormone receptor positive which just meant there's a lot of estrogen just made it so here we are here we are gotta here we go every man and every woman you gotta check yourself out Yes. You know, it's a, it's, it's a big, it's a big thing. The every man, the every woman, uh, you gotta, you Mm -hmm. gotta stay on top of yourself and, you know, especially, but even, you know, young, old doesn't matter, you know, that's why I I went public with it because I was like, all right, here I am. I'm on, you know, active on Facebook and Instagram and I've got a lot of big network of uh, musicians from the band and clients for doing hair and then modeling. I'm like, you know, do I, do I keep this quiet? And because sitting on it was the hardest thing. Cause like, you know, what are you going to do? Sit there and be like, oh, I can't shoot or whatever, you know, and right. go into it and like describe it to everybody. I'm like, I could turn this around and instead of having it like eat me up and not wanting to, you know, wanting to tell people, but not like having to tell everyone individually, I was like, I'll just, you know, come That's out it. with this and then I'll be able to, you know, help people and be like, well, if I can go through this and still do all these things, don't be afraid to make the choice that I did because in my opinion, uh, you know, doing the surgery is, was a no brainer. You know, it's like, Oh, well, if, the, if there's a high chance of this coming back, why not? Why, why do this? Cause I don't ever want to feel that, that way I felt when, you know, when they tell you you can't get cancer, you're just like, you just don't yeah. know your yeah. head explodes you're just like yeah. I'm, am i am i dying tomorrow like what's happening because you right and who knows the next time it comes back it could be worse and i know people who that happened to it came back and the next time it was uh the hr2 which is the nasty one and they had to go on chemo and all the things and i'm like yeah let's just try and avoid that so but well, yeah i use i use my platform to to help make people aware that they need to get checked yeah. regularly for everything yeah. Well, and also, I mean, you know, what do I know? But I, I would think that seeing someone like yourself, who's this, you know, beautiful, powerful, uh, confident model, entertainer, you know, front woman, and then opting to go with that surgery and, and knowing the you don't know how you're going to look. Well, right. Like <laughs> right. You, you don't right. know yeah. how this is going to affect all those yeah. things that you do. Um, and, and it's, you know, we were joking earlier about the kind of superficial nature of the entertainment business. And like, I know for me, it, it messed with my head when I was younger and I was uh, pursuing a career in drumming. And like, I was like, I gotta be the fucking, I gotta be the hot guy, you know, like I gotta get all jacked and oiled up yeah. and tatted up and, yeah. uh, and you and you f- fall into these things, and then as you get a little older and you have a little more experience, you realize that it's like, ah, actually, I need to just be who I am and, and channel myself, regardless mm-hmm. of what my situation is. And I would think that somebody like yourself, uh, 
who puts that out there and then you own it, you know, um, because there's a lot of people that think it's a death sentence and not only is it a death sentence, but you'll be permanently ruined, you know, or like no one's going to think you're hot anymore or, you know, I know that sounds silly and and I'm not, I don't mean to make light of it, but what I thought I thought I'm like, I'm like this, I, this could end my career. Right. If I, if I didn't have uh, as good of an outcome as I, I, you know, was very fortunate and blessed to have, this could have gone like, I'd be like, all right, well, but even bikinis, you know, even kind of thing, even worse than a career. It's like your mental health and how your self image, like being able to look in the mirror. Right. Or you know, unsure about being intimate with your partner again or whatever you're like, and, and women or men can, can look at that and look at you and be like, well, shit. I mean, if she can do it, you know, uh, right. Clearly, clearly I can do it. Um, so, you know, I think I really, I really respect, uh, your openness with that. And I think it's, um, I think it's a really awesome perspective that you have. And, you know, and again, a whole nother pod, but that's one of the things Daryl and I have in common is that, is we have this fire that's, that drives us because of, uh, the reality check of short term life. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you get, and it can be a good thing and a bad thing. You can, I've gone too far with it and I'm sure you have fair where you're like, well, I got to, capitalize yeah. on all this and the next it's thing you know yeah. next thing you know you're no you're, you're shortchanging your family time or the yeah. people that were there with you the whole time your ups mm-hmm. and downs and you're like not thinking about them um yeah you so, have to find balance it's, it's very right. very important and and mm-hmm. i also think it's cool um you know that it's not like your entire identity like going through your stuff and like I could find you talking about it, but it's not like it didn't define you. And I don't, again, yeah, I'm just, this is just my perception. I could be totally wrong, but it, it doesn't, some people would make that their whole thing and their whole identity and that, you know, everything's about that. And it's like, look, this happened to me. Here's what I did to solve it. And, it's not I'm easy. Still doing my thing. Right. Yeah. It's not easy, but I Absolutely. adapted and I overcame and like look at me mm-hmm. now. Check it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think that's really, really empowering. And there's a lot of again, what do I know? But there's a lot of different ways of uh the mainstream culture trying to express what femininity is. And, you know, mm-hmm. I have I have three little nieces. The twins are eleven and uh, the little one's seven and you know, I think about the world that they're going into and how women are portrayed Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. what is a, what is a strong female role model look like? And, you know, you're absolutely somebody that I put into that category of like, no, that's, that's a role model right there. Like that's somebody who, that's somebody who like you can use your, you know, your intangible good looks, call it, you know, like you can, (laughs) you can use that, but it's not your only, thing and and you and you've pushed and and kind of built built a whole thing around it so i think that's really i think that's really excellent and that's absolutely uh that's that every woman way right there thank you so much thank you absolutely so we were we were talking let's get the plugs out rattle them off for us here okay uh, and uh, (laughs) let let the every man and the every woman out there know how to keep up with uh with farrah okay well on uh on instagram it's farrah f a-R-R-A-H underscore Demorte, D-E-M-O-R-T-E. 
Um, I have a link on there also to a backup account because yep. things get things get weird. Instagram be <laughs> tripping. Yeah. Um, but you can also find me on, on Facebook as well under those names, um, without the underscore. Um, that's pretty much, I mean, I'm, I'm on Twitter too, but not, not nearly as much. Those are my main platforms. I can't, I can't with Twitter. It's too much. Do you have a YouTube page? Do you have a YouTube page? I have a YouTube for, uh, for my mischief night band. Uh, we have a couple, couple of songs up there, but, uh, but the, uh, the best place to see those are on Facebook. Um, okay. I have so I have uh, Mischief Night Rocks is uh, the Facebook page for that band, and then Sunset Strip Band I think is the one yeah that we have mm-hmm. on uh, on Facebook as well, and they're both uh, they're both fan pages. Yeah. Shout out to Aaron. Woo! Well, I'll tell you what, Farah, <laughs> it's been an absolute pleasure getting to know you. Uh, I hope Thank I hope we so I hope we have you back on. You can tell us everything that uh, that, that you're up to. And uh, we're going to put all those links in the show notes. So if you guys are listening to the audio-only version of this episode, first of all, thank you for listening. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. Scroll up, click the links, check out Farrah's Facebook, check out her Instagram. Uh, She's got a merch store. She's got it all. Just get get up in there. And uh, I'll tell you what, blessed and highly favored as always. And Farrah, we will see you down the road. Thank you so much.